Hello and welcome to Let's Grow. This is the podcast series that aims to provide you with both clarity and reassurance when navigating your way through your careers and your life. Hosted and created by myself, Hannah Breyer. So thank you so much for coming back and tuning in for episode number three. I'm really excited to introduce you to my next special guest, Emmy Faust. Emmy is a growth strategist and she works with businesses that have funding and that are looking to scale and grow. Emmy is also a board advisor for Country and Townhouse. Now I reached out to Emmy because I wanted to talk to her on the topic of failure. And the reason being is that Emmy has experienced a very public failure and it occurred on the very well-known TV show, Dragon's Den, which I'm sure you've all watched. This happened back in 2005. Emmy and her business partner went onto the show and they secured a 200,000 pound record investment for their business. The business then went on to fail. Emmy for a long while afterwards, didn't want to talk about it and was embarrassed to talk about it because it wasn't a success. In this episode, Emmy talks about her learnings from this failure. And actually it's probably meant to have happened in order for her to learn what she needed to learn in order for her to be so successful today. There's many reasons why the business failed and Emmy will open up and talk about that on this podcast. But I really enjoyed this conversation with Emmy. I think not only do we talk about this public failure, we also talk about failures that we all go through pretty much every day. We're always failing, but we're always learning. I really hope you enjoy this episode. I think it will make you feel more confident about yourself. Failing is honestly key. And I think the more that we talk about it, the more it becomes normalized. So without further ado, let's jump into the show. Okay, cool. Hey, Emmy, how are you doing? I'm really good. Thank you so much for inviting me here today to talk to you about, I don't know what, what we're going to talk about, but I'm excited. <laughs> either way it's a surprise no no thank you for for coming on um so I've just been faffing around with all of my uh my earphones and whatnot I was recording another podcast yesterday and um when I re-listened to it I I had my headphones plugged in um so I'm new to this and when I re-listened to it I sounded like I was shouting at the poor interviewee down and into my laptop and she sounded like a mouse so I'm not using my headphones today (laughs) oh well I hope that because I am using my microphones I'm hoping I'm not going to be really loud um compared (laughs) to you but anyway it's all testing isn't it it's all I think I think I think it will be fine so um yeah no thank you so much for for coming on to the show I really really appreciate it um so I just if you could give yourself a little bit of an introduction to the listeners on on who you are and and what you do that would be fantastic Cool. So my name is Emmy Faust and I am a growth strategist and I work with businesses that have got funding and they're looking to scale and grow. Um, I'm also a board advisor for Country and Townhouse and I um, mainly work with seed funded founders. So that means they're sort of like they're at the stage in their journey where they've got a product or service that's getting traction, it's going somewhere and they've gone out to investors and they've got investment and then they're at that stage where they're like what am I you know how am I going to spend this investment wisely on marketing and growth who do I need in my team to help me which suppliers or agencies should I use to help me with my marketing and all those kind of things so that's kind of what I do and the reason I do that is because I've set up scaled and sold multiple businesses myself 
And I love working with businesses at that kind of stage of growth. So that they, they've got a good idea and, and they know where they're going and they've got something that's getting traction. It's not just an idea in their head, um, but they just want a trusted guide or a trusted partner to support them on that growth journey. And, and I've done it, been doing it for 20 years. So um, it comes, it comes, what I say comes easily or naturally, it feels like a, a thing that I really enjoy and I love doing. And I've got a lot of insight over the last 20 years that I can share with, with other people who are probably amazing you know, they're amazing at creating their product or service, but maybe they haven't grown a business before, or maybe they don't have the marketing, they probably don't have the marketing expertise that I do because I've been doing it for 20 years. Cool. No, fantastic. I think that's, um, I mean, people are probably listening to that and thinking that sounds like a, like a very successful <laughs> individual. I think you do, you do lots. And I think that that's amazing. And um, I think, so the topic of the, the podcast is it's on it's on failure and people are probably listening thinking that doesn't sound like like failure at all. But um, I think this is something that I'm excited to speak with you about because it's exactly the point that, you know, you are you're very successful, um, extremely successful as you've just gone, gone through your your life and your career to date. But there was actually a time um, I think it was a good few years ago now where you did have a, a failure. And I don't know if you would be happy to, to speak mm-hmm. us through that. I've list. had lots of failures. I'm having failures. I'm always testing. So there's always failures. <laughs> and there's always learnings from those failures. And if you don't put yourself out there and test things and have failures, then you're not going to be able to find the things that work. So, you know, recently I've had, you know, lots of, I, I've had many failures. Um, I've had failures <laughs> when I went to work for corporate after setting my business and you know working for a corporate is so different to running your own business and being an entrepreneur and you know was it a failure I mean I lasted six weeks I actually hated it and I handed my notice in after six weeks I was in a position luckily that I'd sold my business so I had you know funding but I just realized that it wasn't bringing me joy and I didn't know what I I I wasn't enjoying it and um and so I suppose I did feel a bit of a failure but that I hadn't managed to make this amazing job work um But what was amazing from that is that I realized that I'm an entrepreneur at heart and I love working with businesses at that kind of stage, which is why I now work with um, seed funded founders. Um, I'm gonna have to take my jump off one second. Oh no, that's okay. (laughs) It is quite hot, especially when I'm like sat around. I've got- You you can leave that bit, you can leave that bit in the podcast if you want. I just, I've just come from yoga and it was outside and I had two jumpers on because I was doing yoga outside. Oh, and right. I'm now inside in, in a very warm house and I just got a bit hot, but I'm sure no one, I'm sure everyone on the listening to the podcast will, will not mind at all about me having to take one of my multiple jumpers off. Um, <laughs> so that was one failure. Um, I can talk about other failures that I've had more recently, but I think probably the one that you're referring to, and I didn't even talk about this in my introduction, is um, say when I was 25, I think, or like maybe at some point after that, it was probably like, well, maybe I was a bit older, but sort of 15 years ago, um, I went on Dragon's Den with my business partner and we were successful. We managed to get £200,000 in funding, which was really exciting. It was for a side project that we were sort of running at the time. Didn't We, were, we didn't go on Dragon's Den with our main business. We went on with this other project, valued the business at two million quid and it hadn't actually made any money. Um, and we got £200,000 worth of investment from Theo he actually ended up valuing it at 700 grand 
um, which was also fine because obviously we hadn't made any money. Um, and that business actually failed. And I think um, the difficult thing about that was, I suppose, we put our head above the parapet. You know, we'd like gone on national TV and everyone was like, oh my gosh, you got funding on Dragon's Den. That's amazing. All anyone ever wanted to talk to me about, you know, for like the next five years was I saw you on Dragon's Den. It was brilliant. And it's like, well, that company's now not going anymore or it's failed or whatever. And I, I suppose because we, um had been on television on national television and it was like everyone not everyone but it was kind of you know it was people were talking about it it felt like a very public failure because it wasn't just like we were testing a little side project and it failed and no one needed to know about it it was something that people have asked asked me about for the next five years um, and it's quite weird because even though we went on to, and, you know, from that failure, I learned, we learned a lot. We went on to have three very successful businesses and, you know, we did really, really well. And that was obviously great. But I think because it was this public thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, probably at the time, like I suppose when you are failing in public, it's kind of maybe a bit humiliating or a bit sort of like, oh, and I think that the, the, it's changed a lot. So failure is kind of much more celebrated now it's like you know you've got to fail to succeed and I keep telling my daughter that like when her cooking goes wrong and she gets all upset I'm like it doesn't matter you know it doesn't matter if the cake's gone wrong let's just sort it out and you've got to you know you've got to have cakes that go wrong to get the good cakes and um, it's all about failure and I think we talk about that a lot more now but like 15 years like we talk about a lot more about everything um mental health and things have changed a lot but like 15 years ago failure was kind of like a bit yeah not great it was embarrassing and we sort of did it in a big way because we were at the time we got the biggest funding ever from Theo um uh, on the show and and I think you know yeah it was a bit it was it was it wasn't great but um I learned a lot and and now I'm like really open to failing because I just I want to put myself out there more I want to be more courageous I want to do stuff that like I've always wanted to do that I've been too scared to do and I kind of know when I do that then quite often I am going to fail but then it doesn't matter because I'm going to learn something you know it's kind of that test yeah I think that yeah I think now now you're in that that place where you you know and you're open to failure that that's amazing um and I think just going back to that time as well so did you I mean I think I know the answer to this but at the time you must have just you know been thinking you, you couldn't see it as a positive whereas today you know I think you're as you're open to failures and you know I think society you're right is, is change and it, hopefully it's getting better it's almost like embracing <laughs> embracing that you're going to fail because you know that you're going to learn and grow as, as a person but at the time how 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 was it feeling did it really feel like that was it and you weren't it didn't feel that bad because the thing is is like we were quite lucky so we already had a successful business before we went on dragon scent so the reason they invested in this side project because we were already had a very successful business and we'd done very well in our first year so theo obviously was like well look then they're nailing it there they're doing a really good job there and he liked this idea that we had so we were actually quite busy with our other business as well we were you know there was two of us so we're running them alongside each other which you know, we, we were, I, I was kind of probably looking after the, the one gaming alerts, the one from Dragon's Den a bit more, my business partner looking after our agency. We we're both basically working across both of them. And so it wasn't, and I think it must be much more difficult if you've got this massive dream um, and you, you do it and then it fails and that's your only thing. 
we actually had two things that we were working on and yeah. one of them failed and the other one was actually going really well so it was kind of just like okay fine we just move our focus from that to that one right and I think the other thing is is it was a side project so it wasn't like I'd put all my it wasn't like we put all our hard-earned money and our life savings and our dreams and everything into this side project it was just a little thing that um we had this idea that we thought it would be really good and, and interestingly you know we valued the business at two million quid and some of our friends it was a it was an online comparison site for online bingo and casino and stuff some of our friends who were doing similar things they went on to sell their business for like 10 million plus so it wasn't a bonkers valuation it was actually like quite a good valuation we were right at the start but we made some mistakes and that's why we failed so I think the failure with that was a more embarrassing sort of humiliating that we've been on Dragon's Den and we got all this money and that we failed but we were very lucky that we still had a project yeah that was paying us money paying our salary, you know, employing people and was actually doing quite well. I think, you know, if we'd had a project that totally failed and we had nothing else sitting alongside it and suddenly we didn't have any money to pay ourselves and to pay our staff and all of that, you know, that would have been a, a lot worse. I think it was just probably like the humiliation more than anything that was. But, you know, you just learn from all these things, don't you? Like the things that I learned from that was the reason that the business failed is because we lost all of our traffic to our website overnight because we got penalized by Google. Um, we were using an agency to do some advertising and in Google's eyes, it wasn't you know allowed. And um, I, we sort of, I suppose we gave too much um, responsibility or to, you know, we put, we put our, the business of our, uh, the future of our business sort of in the hands of our suppliers in a way. And we didn't understand enough about the implications that, that you know, that, that what they were doing could have. We didn't really understand, you know, it was search engine optimization, which is a bit of a dark art. And we didn't know, this was 15 years ago when people were doing all kinds of things to manipulate search engines, they still do. And, and we just weren't, you know, clued up enough. It really did feel like all that sort of the tech side of things yeah. I just we just didn't understand it at all and I think now you know I've been in digital marketing and digital for 20 years so I've got a much better understanding of it but but also where like a lot of the founders that I work with they won't have that expertise in digital marketing and tracking and analytics and tech and all those things it could be something totally new to them and it can be quite scary if you don't understand what you're doing and I suppose again that's what I'm trying to do is help them find the right suppliers help them understand these things so that actually they understand what their suppliers are doing so that they don't ever get in a position where they get caught out or they're paying too much or their marketing's not working or something like that. Hmm. I think that's that's really nice because it's um, you because you've gone through that experience and as you say it was on TV and I can't imagine like yeah it would have been extremely humiliating but I think now you know that people I mean they probably were looking at you thinking that you know, good on you and you've got that confidence to actually go on there as well. But yeah, I think now it's it's great that you're, as you say, speaking to your clients and now helping them and saying like you you don't want you don't want for them to have to go through what you went through. And I think that story as well must be really powerful to, to your clients, which must really help. Yeah, I think you know, I've been there, I've been through the whole journey of setting up, scaling, selling a business. Selling a business is also really stressful. 
I've been through the journey of getting funding on Dragon's Den. I've been on the journey of a business failing. I've been on, I've, you know, I've, I've, I've experienced like a lot. Um, and I just totally know how they feel, you know, I, and, and we had a non-exec director who was brilliant, you know, like a trusted kind of advisor who, who sat alongside us and, and he was invaluable, like just little things that he'd tell us about, like, well, for example, we had, we were buying media in like, 10, eight different countries. And that was before the Euro. So we had multiple currency accounts, Danish Krona, Swedish Krona, French, France, you know, oh. and we were sort of trade, you know, our clients would pay us in pounds and we'd buy media in other currencies. So we're sort of trading money and um, trading currencies as well as like running a business. I love that there because I, my background is sort of like economics, accounting and law. And then um, we had all of our clients, you know, money in, in, in our bank account because they would prepay us. And obviously, you know, we had to look after that because it's our client's money. And, you know, he would just help us with things like, you know, the fact that if you just used your bank mm. to pay for something in French francs, you'd be paying two or 3% more than a rate that if you actually bothered to go and do a trade with someone. So, you know, we were saving 3%. Well, if you've got a million quid going through a business and you're saving 3%, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Was it 30, 30 grand a year or whatever is my, is my maths showing up I think it is three percent of a million quid um is that right I actually don't know I'm not I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah I think it is so yeah so one percent um and uh yeah so um just little things like that you know that's 30 grand of pure profit yeah pure profit just bonus money because of the way that we were trading currencies and stuff like that and and and, and often it could be even more than two or three percent it could be it could be more than that so you know, it was like, he was a trusted advisor that helped us. Obviously he'd learned from all of his experiences. Yeah. And I suppose like, that's what I think I've had failures. I've had highs, I've had lows. We made 60 grand in, in profit in one afternoon once, um, you know, and, but then we lost a hundred grand in a day because one of our suppliers went under owing us a hundred grand. And, you know, so we've had those, I've had those experiences and what I've learned from those you know what I've learned from losing a hundred grand um I will it happened totally out of the blue because it was a an agency that worked with the government so we kind of thought it was safe because it was the agency doing buying for the government campaign so but actually say the government stopped spending as much money with them and I don't know what happened anyway they went under but it's a good lesson isn't it that you know you think your money is safe or you think your suppliers are going to pay you or your clients are going to pay you and so now all my clients prepay me from don't work with anyone unless they prepay me and um you know and I really encourage my clients to like do stuff like that as well mm. so just being aware of all those things all, all the learnings that I've had from the bits of life and um work which yeah. haven't gone to plan and what would you if we go back to as you say 15 or so years ago now and as you say you've had um every, well yeah multiple failures but if we go back to the dragon's den failure if you were to go back in time or you could go back in time what would you what would you say to your younger self when that was all going on well you know I think it's it's fine to fail isn't it it's a learning process I think you know it's almost celebrated now and it wasn't at the time. And lots of things have changed in those last 15 years about the way that we look at 
mental health and failure and the the lots just should just change generally about working and being an entrepreneur and I think there's loads more support and things like that but um I would just say just be courageous you know just more recently I'd say in the last few years maybe last two years I've really embraced courage as one of my values and I really try and put myself out there and to do things that I'm like oh my gosh I can't do this and then I do it and then it goes to plan or it doesn't go to plan and I learn from it and um you know there's been lots of things that I've wanted to do get going on my LinkedIn lives you know my first podcast was incredibly scary the first LinkedIn live I did was incredibly scary the first webinar I did to 100 people was incredibly scary um but then it just becomes easy it's just like I could just rock up and do a webinar now with barely even preparing for it and it doesn't faze me at all but I just remember being absolutely petrified you know the first time I did it so I I think I would just yeah I don't I probably wasn't courageous as courageous as I could have been um obviously I was courageous I went on Dragon's Den and stuff like that but you know like just probably worry less and there's probably a plan. I kind of feel like there's a plan for us all anyway. So yeah, everything happens for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I do think that. I do think that. I do think, you know, we can also make our own destiny. I don't even just sit around doing nothing. I think, <laughs> you know, it's about taking those opportunities or just thinking like, what do I really want? And then, you know, trying to do things to make that happen to letting people know that that's what you want to do Yeah. and taking positive action. So, um, whatever it is that you really want to do just know that you can do it and you just need to you know if you don't take action you're not going to get it basically and I think it also takes courage sometimes to take action because we don't want to put ourselves out there Mm. um you know like you are with your podcasting the first time you do it it is kind of scary isn't it (laughs) I was absolutely terrified (laughs) I came off it and I think I was that I was sweating buckets actually but um yeah I, I I totally agree with that that it's getting into that mindset of just saying, well, what's actually the worst that can happen if people also take the mick out of me? Well, that's okay. and I always used to think that I always used to think, oh, what about all the like, you know, I've got four kids. What were the mums at the school gates think about me? Like, you know, who am I to talk about this? And, and you know, obviously the first few pieces of content that you put out there, well, I'm talking about myself, like the first few pieces of content, the first 20 podcasts, I mean, like, of course I wasn't myself and I didn't you know my children always used to say you don't sound like you at all mum you've got this like weird voice that you use and I was like because 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 I'm just getting used to it you know you're just getting used to it you're just getting familiar with it so I think um it's basically those I remember as well when I started blogging I just the first blog post I just couldn't write it. I didn't even have any readers I don't know why I was so worried about writing it. it took me so long to write it and then I got really into the habit of blogging and I used to blog most days and ended up having one of the top UK wedding blogs this is when I just was trying to learn about blogging Mm. um and it just came so naturally I could rattle off a blog post in like 20 minutes um so yeah it's one of those things isn't it and then actually I just went back and I deleted that first post the, the post that sort of embarrassed me um so yeah it's it's one of those things it's it it sometimes can feel scary at the beginning but I think once you get used to it it's all much easier yeah, just like me having to uh, <laughs> open the door. <laughs> oh my goodness. I tried to style that out, but that was not happening. So there we go. <laughs> Don't worry um, about it. It happens to all of us. My children sometimes walk in and if not my husband. So um, I heard a really faint knock and then it started getting louder and louder. And I was like, no, I can't ignore this. Um, 
but yeah no I think what you're saying there about the you know thinking what people would think you know you're saying about the mums and at schools and putting your podcasts out there and things like that like it's um it's I think everybody must everybody must feel like that I don't think there's anybody out there even if we might look at them and think oh my goodness they're so confident and successful like everybody must have that feeling of you know oh my goodness what 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 are they going to think surely yeah and I think you know most people are really supportive and they'll be like oh my god I see you on LinkedIn I love your videos they're amazing and that's great and then they might just say oh my god what I keep seeing you like whatever you loved you know and, and even if they even if even if they don't say like it's amazing I love it which obviously not everyone needs to say because I'm probably not their target market I just say yeah I love it I love just sharing what I know you know I'm that's my stock answer is just like I love what I do I love sharing what I know and yes I'm on LinkedIn or yes I'm doing a podcast and if you want to listen to it great and if you don't that's totally cool um I remember when we we're doing our podcasting course with Seth Godin he talked about the Brené Brown book you know I don't know if you've read it but like if you're not in the arena basically don't listen to anyone else unless they are in the arena getting kicked you know they're in it they know what it's like so a fellow podcaster who's podcasting who's done it and they're giving you feedback or critique or help or whatever then that's fine because they've been there they've done that first podcast they know the work that goes into it they know the prep they know the they know that it's like a labor of love but you know a random person who sort of who might be saying something about your work your LinkedIn live or your whatever they and maybe it's not nice or helpful they probably haven't been in the arena doing it themselves they don't know how hard it is they don't know what it feels like to put yourself out there so I think that's one of the things um I do remember my husband once my husband hasn't done a podcast by the way but he once said to me he said something about my podcast and he said I don't I think you missed out a few bits or something like that so I was like okay so I re-recorded it and then I listened back and I kind of edited it loads and I re-recorded it again. And so the third time it kind of had lost all of its excitement and love because I sort of like edited and re-recorded it so much. But like in my eyes, my husband had told me that that I'd, maybe I'd missed something out, I can't remember. And I put it out there and then some people on my podcasting course said, I love your podcast, Emily, but that you did a podcast like episode three or whatever it was. And it just didn't sound like you. It didn't sound very good. Or, or, you know, or, or they didn't say very good because that would be me. And they sort of said, it didn't really sound like you and something else. And I was like, well, that's because basically I just edited, you know, <laughs> the whole thing out. And I did it three times and I just didn't, you know, I'd lost the love. That's why I always kind of now with all my live stuff, I don't edit anything out. I say to my guests, this is it. We're having an informal chat. Nothing's getting edited out. I'm not going to spend loads of time doing that. Um I don't have the budget or the time or the energy to do that. I'm not, I'm not like running a, a sort of a global podcast with a massive team of people behind me. Mm. But I also think, you know, it's that perfectionism, isn't it? And it come, maybe takes a bit of the love and the fun out of it if you do it too many times. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I put my hands up to it. I think I've only done a couple of handful of podcasts now, but I remember the first one, I was so conscious about the way that I said hello at the start. My voice did go super high pitch. I don't know what happened. Um, and I was just sat there trying to edit it out. And then I thought, no, this is just, are people really going to stop listening to the whole podcast and think, did you hear mm. the way I had said <laughs> I found this thing that could basically um, edit out 
words and so I basically tried to edit out every um or, or I went into audacity which is the thing and I because I kept saying um no 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 I said you know you know you know you know and I said it like after like every single sentence you know you know you know and I was just listening back and I thought oh my god this is awful this is so bad and and I looked at, and I knew what the little when you when you're on audacity you can see which is a way tool yeah. you can see the waves and I knew what the you know wave looked like and so I basically went in there and I deleted all the you knows but because I deleted the you knows then it then it was just sort of like it had just sort of compressed the other bits on the other side and it just sounded awful and mm. it's just like why am I deleting all these bits of bits of the recording because it actually what I've taken out makes what's left sound worse yeah. um so I just worked on slowly I got used to not saying you know that was like a thing that really used to do my head in and I just couldn't control it and I just used to say it after every sentence oh, but no one else cares no one's listening no one's probably even monitoring that yeah no that it's very true it's very true so listen I I could speak about all this stuff all day but I'm conscious that you you're very busy um so thank you so much for for coming on um I know that the listeners are going to love love this story and love listening to to you and yeah thank you very much no worries thank you for having me so I really hope you enjoyed that conversation between Emmy and I I thought it was great that she opened up so much and actually started delving into one of the main reasons and a few of the reasons why their business failed and what I really loved is that Emmy's business today she's helping her clients not make the same mistakes that she did and it's all from her learnings from this particular failure and if Emmy didn't go through this failure she wouldn't be doing what she was doing today and I think as she was saying in the podcast she really does think that it's you know it was it was meant to happen in order for her to to be her and and to do what she is doing today. I think one of the other things that I thought was really nice is that she's able to, as we all want to do with our customers, whatever job that you're in, like you all want to be able to relate to your customers and your customers, of course, want you to be able to sympathize and understand. So yeah I think that's I think it's so good and um, maybe it did happen for a reason who knows if you believe in that I also really liked Emmy's choice of word which was courage and it's something that actually I heard on another podcast when I was on my walk this morning and it was I think it was a quote from Albert Einstein I'm gonna have to look it up or read it out in case I get this wrong because that would be embarrassing Um, but Albert Einstein you've probably heard this but bet you didn't know it was him insanity is repeating the same behavior and expecting different results but if you first don't succeed try and try again basically we all need to start and say yes to opportunities and get out our comfort zone because if it doesn't go right the first time give it another go and i know that's very easy for me to say sat here behind a laptop screen but this podcast for example my close friends and family know that i wouldn't have well, this is just so random. It's just something that I, I want to do. I mean, I love podcasting, but if you said to me, do this a couple of years ago, I wouldn't have had the confidence to do so. And the other thing about that quote is that word insanity. Like imagine just doing the same thing over and over again, like we'll all go bonkers. So I think I'm going off on a tangent here, but essentially <laughs> I think that 
we all need to start and say yes to everything. We all need to start and yeah, say yes. Like, why not? What's the worst that can happen? And just like Emmy was saying in that episode just now, you know, we were all nervous when we first do something and then it gets easier the more and more you do it. No one's perfect as well. Like we're never going to get anything and there's no such thing as perfection. And also I think life would be very boring if everything was perfect. So yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this episode and look up that Albert Einstein quote. I might even pull it in the show notes because I don't know why, maybe it's just me, but it really, when I look at it, it makes me kind of think, oh my goodness, like, yeah gets you thinking basically um but anyway i hope you enjoy the conversation with emmy follow her on linkedin she's um she's always doing linkedin lives that are really cool i tune into those sometimes and also on clubhouse for those of you that use clubhouse but yeah thank you so much for listening and i hope to see you next time